Oh, shit. Here we go. Taking us back to the glory days. Batting for the Phillies. Number 26. All right, I'm not going to do the whole thing. There it is. Welcome into From the Nosebleeds, everybody. It's good to be back. Uh, we got a lot of things to get into today. But first and foremost, Vince is again joining us via satellite, which is a term that I always like uh, fantasized about saying, like if I was like a CNN anchor, like joining us via satellite is Governor Mitch McConnell or whatever. Uh, but anyway, Pat O'Leary, what's going on? Seamus Doyle, you are a liar. And I will never be a part of any organization that you are a part of. Let me repeat that. Oh, boy. <laughs> Seamus Doyle. You are a liar. Give me a hundred grand. Give me a hundred grand. Give me a hundred grand right now. Be a part of any organization that you were a part of. I kind of forgot that that happened. While Let's just start like, off hot with that. Involved. Let's go. What the fuck, James Arden? Yeah. <laughs> you By the way, I didn't job. introduce Ty yet. Ty, what's up, bud? What's happening, fellas? I mean, without Ty, we wouldn't be a thing. You do realize that. I mean, I was saving that for like the past two weeks. I had to let it out. I wouldn't even be alive <laughs> if Ty wasn't here. I'd probably be dead in a gutter somewhere. That's how much Ty means to this operation. I am your god. Dude, you are. You are the powerhouse of the cell. Also known as the... You are literally the mitochondria of From the Nosebleeds. But, uh, Vince, introduce yourself to the people. Because you just hey. kind of s- just started talking. Um, but we did well, have... A- all right, you want to you get into Harden? I'll get yes. into Harden. But I do want to get into like going to strip clubs and stuff real quick. Just real quick. Because last night, <laughs> Vince, sucks. Vince took us to the Phillies game. And the Phillies are on fire. I know and they're Sheamus losing repaid today. And him by forcing him to go to a strip club yeah, after. I, I really wanted to go to the strip club. Because Xfinity Live was closing down prematurely. At midnight on Tuesday, yeah. Yep, on midnight on the Tuesday. But they <laughs> should have stayed open to compensate the 40,000 Philadelphia Phillies fans. There was like 20 people in there. Dude, it was kind of that packed is. in there. There no, were people there like riding the bull. <laughs> no, the bull was off. The bull was, the bull was broke. <laughs> oh. The bull wasn't even on. I don't know. We were, were you st- paying attention at all? No. Dude, we were staying outside the whole time, and I was just like, I assume people were riding the bull in there. Well, no. See, what happened was Seamus saw the PBR dancer girls, and that's what made him want to go to the strip club because he got all turned on. <laughs> and by the way, those PBR dancer girls were much much more attractive than, um, you know, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. But uh, we should have stayed at Xfinity is basically what I'm saying. The we should have went home. On. Yeah. The hell's going on in this show today? Aren't you? Ty, dude, I am so hungover right now because when I do, um, what, what drink is it? Uh, Vodka Rebel. Rebel. Yeah, dude. The next day it hits me like a, like a tornado, He's man. He's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've retired from drinking, man. 27 years old. I'm done. That was a, that was the same time your dad retired. Twenty seven. Yeah, my dad prop retired. I mean, he quit. He retired from drinking. Sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But maybe that's what did him. Maybe in. it's a sign. The vodka Red Bulls just were not. Yeah, they were definitely a thing when yeah. he was drinking. Yeah. 100%. You don't think they were? No, the Red Bull wasn't around back then. Fuck, <laughs> dude. Man, he's old as dirt. Shout out, Dad. But um, <laughs> but we did end up going to the strip club. We won't say the name of the strip club to protect identities. It was but cheerleaders. It was cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fine. I mean, it was a good time. No, it was horrible. It no, it wasn't. <laughs> it was horrible. Well, it sucked for you, Vince, but I at least enjoy- I got a phone number <laughs> without paying her. I got a phone well, number. So you feel proud of that? That's a dub for me. I think she, you know, it was a dub for me, you know? <laughs> I don't know why Vince didn't James have a used to pay like $40 for them, so that probably is a dub for him. That is a dub for me. <laughs> the only thing, and my card, which had like plenty of money on it, declined suddenly when I was trying to buy her a drink. So I think that was God saying, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, go home. <laughs> yeah, go home, bud. And that's what we did. But uh, Vince, uh, you brought up James Harden. Well, actually, Leary brought up James Harden. And I have one thing to say about him. I want to apologize to him. I want to apologize <laughs> to him for putting faith, for myself putting faith in him. I owe him an apology. 
because he was never going to change. He was never going to change. No. He was always going to be the same old James Harden with that ugly beard to cover up that ugly mitt that he's got. He does have an ugly ass face. He's got an ugly face <laughs> and he's and he's fat and he and he's annoying and he's just an asshole, okay? I'm not a big Daryl Morey fan. As we all know, mm-hmm. but this is—it's getting out of control. The, it was comical though. That video made me laugh. Like I oh, watched dude, the video. The on first loop. thing I th- see at seven thirty in the morning when I wake up, notification from Shams or Woj, whoever it was tweeted early. it out, and that was what I woke up to. And I was literally cracking the fuck up in bed. <laughs> like I was dude. cracking the. I couldn't believe it was real. I thought it was fake for a no, while. Same, dude. And I, I literally thought it was like fucking like. Uh, fucking whatchamacallit butt crack or ball sack like tweeted yeah. out and changed their name yeah ball no, sack it was straight up it was just Shams tweeted that shit and it was like oh okay, oh, this is fucking real I, I mean right off the bat the funniest parts of it are just that first of all he says the statement that he says let me let me repeat that no, that's a and then part. also when you clear. take when let you take in the co- when you take in the context of him saying that in front of a group of Chinese children that can't understand <laughs> what he's saying a group of Chinese children that probably have no idea what the hell's going on but um I, dude I mean, like, it's just, it's comical, and at this point, like, I don't see how anyone, like, is on, not that anyone's really on his side anymore, but, like, it's going to be a Ben Simmons 2.0 situation. Well, you were saying yesterday on the ride into the stadium that it has the potential to be a lot worse. Yes. Because he's going to, because, well, yeah, James Harden is way more established. He thinks... Obviously, he is, but like he thinks he still holds that same respect that he once did as far as him as a player. Like, Ben Simmons, at least, like, I don't know. He wasn't in a position where he probably felt like he could just do like what uh, James Harden proven. Right. James Harden was probably going to be willing to get lower. Like he's going to come into practice like Ben did. And you know how like Ben got sent home by Doc. He was like on his phone and not paying attention. James James Harden will probably come in and like cuss out Nick Nurse or some shit. Uh, He's going to start a physical altercation with Nick Nurse. I wouldn't be surprised if he just like doesn't even show up. But the thing is, a lot of of his contract would get voided if he doesn't show up. So I really can see him showing up and just being a problem. It's just annoying because like on one hand, you want to. You want to like ask yourself, is this James Harden being James Harden when you know yes. that that's what it is? But at the same time, it's like obviously Daryl Morey promised this guy something, and he yeah. it didn't he didn't make good the on that promise. The interesting thing to me also was like obviously he came out and said he was a liar. I was surprised that when he was questioned by the NBA about it, he didn't say, "Oh yeah, Daryl promised me a contract last offseason." I was fully expecting him because that would have gotten the Sixers in a lot of trouble. A lot of trouble. Like if he had just come out and been like, "Yeah, Daryl told me that if I took this pay cut this year." then I would get a max contract next year. and Because that's what I assumed that the lying was in reference to. And you've seen, right. you've seen the reports that the relationship with Maury right now is irreparably damaged, which yeah. which coming from James Harden and Daryl Maury, the two butt buddies yeah. of the league. I mean, Maury literally defended him when no one else would. Yeah, and, and Maury, Maury that, that plane picture is iconic when Harden got off the plane yeah. and they hugged. Isn't yeah. it crazy that that was only like two years ago? Yeah, and not now, even, not even listen, two years ago. This is what I've been trying to say. This is who James Harden is. Like yeah. it, it's who he is as a player. It's what he's done to two other franchises at this point. And like, yeah, Mari, uh, the whole like he lied about getting him a trade thing. Well, does James Harden's inflated ego not allow him to realize that the twenty nine other teams in the NBA do not value him or want him? Now he would have been That's gone by the, now. The only reason he is still here is because no one else wants him. So Vince, how do you see this playing out? Like, how long is he going to be a quote unquote sixer? Dude, I I really don't even know because this is the biggest example of the unstoppable force meets the immovable object. Because James Harden is willing to get on. He literally posted on his story about a month ago. Like, 
I'm ready to get mm-hmm. uncomfortable. I've been yeah. too comfortable. Yeah. And Daryl Morey is the guy that like will not flinch unless he's going to get a deal for this guy. So I truly have no like timeline on what I think happens here because both of these guys are quote unquote unflinching in this situation. Now let me ask you this: Do you think there's any both of you? Do you think there's any shot that Harden swallows his pride? And says, no. you know what? I'm going to ball out with Joel Embiid, try to win a championship, and then get paid. I'm not going to lie. No. I, I don't know. I hope that happens. I think it might. I don't think he's going to ball out. I think he's just going to show up. He, yeah, and I, I think he's going to go through the out, motions. I mean, no fatsu. So like, I think Harden. he's just going to go through the motions. I, I just don't. I yeah. think he's going to do what he can to get paid and then yeah. try to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. James Harden just went on record saying that he will never be a part of any organization Daryl Morey's a part of. Even if he does wait, wait, like let, let me repeat that. <laughs> yeah, let me repeat it. No, but even if he does get like kind of forced or like he realizes he has no choice but to show up and play, if you are going to talk yourself into thinking that James Harden will play his hardest, I got beachfront property in Philadelphia to sell to you. Where because that? Kensington section? James Harden, if he does show up by some <laughs> measure like and has to play for this team he's going to uh, less than half asset well listen i honestly i don't want to i don't know about you guys i don't want to spend too much time talking about that loser poverty franchise we call the philadelphia 76ers but this is sixers related uh joshua harris uh <laughs> went viral for being an idiot as usual he is uh, so awkward. he's on he's that, on fucking coke oh uh, he's on something day. dude like that encounter times with day. joe buck and troy aikman laughing at him like literally in his mint was dude, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. So Joe Buck's talking to Josh Harris for people that live under a rock, and he puts his arm out like, like because he talks like that. It's yeah, like he's, he's presenting. It's like yeah, like Gargano talks like that. Oh, Trunas, and he does that, <laughs> and you know Trump does they did like people do that. I get, it's an Italian thing. It's a strange thing. I'm doing it right now. Yeah, but <laughs> but it was clearly like that. It was like his mannerisms. It wasn't like him giving him a handshake mid conversation. Like that does nobody does that. That's yeah, weird. When you're off an eight ball, any any human oh, yeah. contact, you just feel like you have to do it. And this little guy, Josh Harris, is. <laughs> Pequeno guy, Very little guy. He he just grabs Joe Buck's hand, and Buck's kind of like, "What the fuck, dude?" And and Aikman's laughing, <laughs> dude. That was the most Joshua Harris moment to oh, yeah, ever. I mean, that is Joshua Harris. Yeah, to a T. It's just funny because he he goes and he you know buys the Commanders. He's got the Philadelphia 76ers, and he's got the the Devils, doesn't mm-hmm. he? I mean, dude. Harris Blitzer Sports Entertainment. They, they, I don't blame him. Okay, rich people are going to rich people. Like, well, we, I we, just I also don't understand if he is this fucking awkward. How the fuck is he successful? I don't know. <laughs> like that's that's the that's the more dude. I tell you what, question. To billions me. will cover a multitude of sins apparently because or a oh multi- no, we know multitude that. of flaws. Because, oh, okay, dude. If that well, guy, we know that too. if that guy came into my pizza <laughs> shop, Epstein. that I work at, there is no way that he gets hired. I mean, the guy looks like he's high as shit all the time, like, yeah. and not a, not like the fun high, not like weed. I mean, he looks like he's either like on, cracked out on yeah. coke or crack or a little or bit of meth, something. He's the. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to start rumors that you know Joshua no, Harris is a crackhead, but there's I mean, something. Everybody going. already thinks he is. There's something so. going on there. But anyway, he could, he is the gift that keeps on giving. I could watch Joshua Harris compilation videos all day. I'm supposed to believe that after that, the commanders are actually going to be threats. No, oh, dude, give me a break. I mean, who's their starting quarterback again? Who, who are they rocking with? I actually with, don't uh, know. Week they, one? they know yet. I don't even know. Sam Howell. Sam Howell. Yeah, they announced Sam Howell. And, and, then, and then they're too soft because <laughs> Bianami's like actually being a coach because, you know, he came from a winning culture in Kansas City and they can't handle it down there. And Ron Rivera's like 
sticking his foot down his throat talking about the in-house issues. It's fucking crazy. They, they are an absolute dumpster fire, and it's quite fitting that the owner of the Sixers is just acquiring another dumpster <laughs> fire, and he's not going to do anything to help it. And the Devils fucking suck, too. And the de- yeah, Devils haven't been good in like five years. I don't know much about hockey, but it's nobody like my talks, limited knowledge is that i know yeah. that the devils have not been good and probably nobody since, talks about hockey and is like oh yeah the devils i mean what a franchise <laughs> i mean I, I don't know but yeah so that was that was a nice moment and my reaction to it was just uh, i was just laughing oh uh, it was fucking it made my day it really made my day mm-hmm. but speaking of property franchises uh gabe kapler san francisco giants came into citizens bank park and they shit the bed they absolutely Whoa. shit the bed. i know today's a different story game not three over. Game three looks like they're going to lose, but taking two out of three from Gabe Kapler's Giants was absolutely huge. They literally knocked the Giants from the wild card uh, seating from pretty much out of playoff contention right now. And it's a beautiful thing that Gabe Kapler comes back and gets his ass booed off the mound every three seconds when he's making a pitching change. Vince, how huge was this series win? Thanks. Um, (laughs) Did we lose Vince? I think we lost Vince. I mean, that's fine. We can continue the show without him. He could definitely hear us, though. But whatever. Just keep going, Pat. What do you think about taking two <laughs> out of three from San Francisco? I mean, it's phenomenal. Like, it, this is this is pretty much the biggest series of the year. It's kind of like that uh, the Stroh series last year where Nola went in and pitched an absolute gem. I mean, like, that's pretty much the equivalent because that was make or break. That was make or playoffs. break. And, and, dude, it's, this kind of is. Not really, but it's like it gives you a huge boost in terms of the, I think it's I think it's important, man, like, because... Like like I said, well you get if you if you if you like win the season series against the Giants, then you can get home home field right. if they end up getting that third wild card. Right. Exactly. Um dude. like I mean that's that's huge. How about it's, the it's emergence of uh Trey Turner ever Finally, since gotta yeah, give Jack Fritz gotta give Fritzy credit. He got an entire city to give Trey a standing ovation a couple weeks ago. And he's been absolutely on fire since that standing ovation. <laughs> you saw last night with the big walk-off hit that we were there for. Oh, that was insane. Dude, it was the most electric that I felt since the NLDS and World Series last year at that ballpark. And it's great. And this is what happens when Trey Turner starts hitting, when Bryce Harper is giving you good at-bats, when when all the big guys start to hit with the daycare. I mean, daycare or pre-K now. Ricky Bo is calling them the pre-K because or the preschool. Graduated. Because you can't go from daycare to daycare because that means they did a bad job well, and got held back. Them, we can just call them the wet bandits. The wet bandits? I Let's like just that. Stick with that. I like that, dude. <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, these guys, where would they be without, without the daycare or the wet bandits? They, they really, I don't know. I mean, Bryson like Stott they, is turning into a superstar in front of our own eyes. He is probably the best all-around player on this team right now. Is he the best player we've had in like a while? I'm talking about a young player. I'm not talking about a free agent type since, like Bryce Harper. Since like Chase Utley. Since like Chase Utley. And he <laughs> always gets the Utley comps. Yeah. Dude, he's I mean, got, he deserves it. Yeah, dude. 100%. He's, got, he's, got a, he's got a shot to be better than Utley. The, that middle infield we have right now is going to be very good, I think, for the next 10 years. Dude, I, I like Trey Turner. At short, I, 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 hopefully he can clean it up. But, you know. Yeah. Vince, are you back? You got me? Yeah, I got you. Welcome back to the show, buddy. Beautiful, beautiful. Can you take me uh, off speakerphone, though, and turn your radio off? No, I'm just kidding. That's, <laughs> that's a joke. But um, talk about talk about the Phillies, dude, real quick, and how b- huge this series was. Dude, la- just last night, being there for that Trey Turner walk-off was, like, just one of the o- best moments I've had at the ballpark in so long. I mean, obviously, you guys got to see, like, uh, the inside JT the park. Inside the Parker. And the, yeah. So, like. But for me, that was like one of the best moments I've had at the ballpark in a number of years. Like it was awesome. That was one hundred percent a playoff but, but atmosphere. Vince, you got to see a Jake Cave home run. Oh that's yeah, that's true. We that's did. True. Vince and I in person against the Sandy Alcantara when he gave up how many goddamn runs? Yeah, that was a, that was a listen. That was a close second. 
no, but seriously, like you just said, it was a playoff atmosphere. It was mm-hmm. a packed crowd. We were down on Ashburn Alley at that point watching. And uh, dude, we saw Tyron Hatcher uh, I, up I close and personal made, and I, John Cruck. I face to face made eye contact with her. And I think like, I, I don't know. I think Pat fell in love. So Tyron, if you're out there listening, and if <laughs> I you're single, I, my, I, didn't, I couldn't speak. If Tyron's <laughs> single, we, we could hook it up. She I could become like a new co-host for From the Nosebleeds. I haven't I seen I haven't seen that engagement ring on her finger in a while. Have you been watching? Yes. All right, that's fine. Dude, <laughs> we can make it happen. Dude, From the Nosebleeds, make shit happen. And um, I was more starstruck by John Cruck. Right, oh, because, I mean, dude, we were fucking three feet away from him. Because now nah, here's insane. a guy that's just a legend. Yeah, I mean, the I guy mean, the guy is an absolute legend in this city. Yeah. And nobody really talks about how he finished his career as a 300 hitter, yeah. stole all sorts of bags all the time. I mean, the dude was a great ball player. Yeah. Just could flat out rake. On and top of that, he's a global celebrity because people fall in love with him. And he just fucking drinks to his heart's content. I fucking love the guy. He, he just gets hammered, has a good time, I mean, watches he, baseball. You know, I like to say he's my spirit animal because, like, I if I was is. ever a professional baseball player, I would just be John Cruz. Yes, and I think that your spirit <laughs> animal has evolved more into Kyle Schwarber at this point because you eh. re- you resemble him a little bit with the facial hair. Well, yeah, yeah. And Kyle also likes to uh, throw them back. Yes. Like, there's no doubt that Schwarber's drinking a couple beers after every game. And he hits stingers. And he hits stingers. I mean, he is living the life. I know we bitch about Kyle Schwarber has the chance to, you know, lead the league in strikeouts and have the lowest batting average in the history of, you know, baseball ever recorded. But he's a fun guy to watch. He when he hits missiles like he did He just uh, hit a today. fucking absolute. It was like 115 miles an hour off the bat. I mean, the guy Insane. goes up there and just tries to hit home runs. That's what he is. That's who he's always been, even going back to his days with the Cubs, mm-hmm. and then with the Red Sox and the Nationals. That's all he was. He was a dinger guy. And you got to think, like, even in the World Series, like, when nobody else was hitting, he was still hitting homers. Tell you what, that game that we <laughs> went to, was it game four? Yeah. No, no, we went to uh, game five. Game five. Um, when he hit that home run, when they were down, yeah. when... Noah he was the Syndergaard, only one that showed any life. Noah Syndergaard on the mound, give it up, leadoff doubles to Jose Altuve. And then you get Schwarber to actually like try to ignite something. I mean, that's what he's going to do. Yeah. And, uh, dude, that's why like people complain. I complain about Schwarber, too. Bryce Harper just hit a game-tying home run. Oh, no let's go. Way. The Phillies are back. The Phillies are back, baby. Bottom of the ninth inning, Bryce Harper just hit a oh. game-tying home run. And now, oh, and, I love him. And now the Phillies are about to complete the sweep and... Put a literally put a fork into the San Francisco Giants season. Fucking jinx it. At this point, though, a Philly sweep puts puts the nail in the coffin for the Giants, and it's a beautiful thing. It's like it's like poetry. Gabe Kapler comes in here all cocky, using seventeen different pitchers each fucking game, like he's a lunatic, and, and it just backfires horrendously. And that's the type of thing that like this is the type of series that will ignite a run in 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 a baseball team. I'm talking about put together. A, a 10 15 game winning streak to get you that first wild card spot comfortably and that's what they need they can't back into the postseason like they did last year and they're in a good exactly. position right now Seamus, exactly literally exactly like i get that last year they fell ass backwards into the playoffs and it's like that doesn't have to be the case every year you know what i mean like no and it shouldn't be the case and it should not be expected that they back into the playoffs every year i want to be like the atlanta braves I know we're not going to catch them this season, but we, we had every opportunity to get things right to win this division early. We shit the bed early. There's nothing you can do. So forget about the division. I know I would say maybe there's a chance. There's no chance. Forget about the division, but get that number one wild card seed, man. Like, don't let last year define who you are as a team because people will always say the 2022 Phillies backed into the postseason, which is true, and they got lucky and went on a run. 
part of that is true. But now you're there. You've been to the World Series. Get it done, dude. Establish yourself as a legitimate World Series caliber franchise. We we also might be on the brink of Bryce Harper going on an absolute tear because he is he is back in a big way right now. Like he is playing some fucking amazing baseball these last couple games. Yeah, I mean, I, he literally like just reignited himself. Yeah, I don't, my dad I don't just even... texted me. He goes, Bryce Harper is the most clutch player we have. And, <laughs> literally, though. And yeah. you know what? It's true. It, it's him and Alec Boehm are, are, are two clutch guys. And man. apparently Trey Turner now. And apparently Trey woke up. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, like you said, Vince, I remember last year when we were dissecting the postseason run after the loss to uh, Houston. You said, hey, man, like, listen, they backed into the World Series or backed into the playoffs, rather, got hot, beat a really bad Padres team. I mean, let's just say what it is. The Padres have talent, but they're not, they don't have good managing. That Their stars are a bunch of divas. It's a toxic locker room. So, I mean, is beating the Padres good? Of course. But the most impressive series in that postseason run last year was clearly the Atlanta series. I mean, I don't even know how we did that. We dismantled them. It we, doesn't make sense. I mean, dude, we absolutely got in their heads and that was a Braves official with the with the famous quote, infamous quote for other teams, that it's like four hours of hell at Citizens Bank Park. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, I want that. And that's how it was last night, man. Like, yeah. you don't think Camilo Doval was rattled by no, how loud we were? he was the one we that were? just got hit, the home run hit off him too. They put so. Doval in again? Yeah. yeah. Real good analytics there, Gabe <laughs> Kapler. I know he's been solid for you all season. The guy just blew a save. His morale's probably so low. So how do we give this guy confidence? Don't give him a day off. Throw him back out there. Give up a game-tying home run to Bryce Harper. Yeah, how's that analytics working out for you, Gabe? You dummy. I, I hate Gabe Kapler. Vince how, Vince, how do you feel about Kapler? Do you hate him, or, do you, or are you just, like, indifferent? I'm kind of indifferent. No, I, I really feel that. Don't, I really don't have any, like, type of feeling about him. I mean, he was here, and it wasn't great, but the team was – the roster was so poor. Like, can you even blame him? Well, the highlight of his tenure in Philadelphia was Howard Eskin asking him about his infamous uh, coconut oil um, uh, uh, usage, in which he says, you know, he uses them in, the, in his uh, nether regions. And Howard Eskin was like, yo, what's up with this blog over here that you use coconut oil? Can you address this? And he was, like, shocked. And Matt Klintak, like looked at, looked at Eskin like he had 10 heads. Matt Klintak, that's a name I haven't thought about in a while. He's still in the building somehow. No, I think he went Never to Milwaukee. Forget. Did he? Yeah, I think he actually did go to Milwaukee. That's you know why? Because he took credit for last year's postseason run. Isn't that fucking crazy? <laughs> he did. As a member of the Milwaukee Brewers front office, he took credit for that postseason run. He's like, well, yeah, we, we, you know, that's, not, that's a team that we built. Well, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's simply not. You guys drafted Stott and, and boom. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, did you sign Bryce Harper? No. Did you bring in JT Romuto? No, that wasn't you. So, I mean, dude, I don't know. That guy's a clown. I, I, I hate Clintac. I hate Capwer. They're both two peas in a pod. Mm-hmm. Who do you um, hate more, Capwer or Andy McPhail? I mean, I hate ooh, that front ooh, office McPhail way more. McPhail was bad. I hate that front office way more. Yeah. I mean, you can't, like, Gabe was Gabe, whatever. Like, he was, like, that new forefront of managers that are using a lot more analytics. It was fucking weird. Dude. Riding his bike it. all throughout Fishtown to the stadium, you know. Yeah, like, but Jim, whatever. The question I have for you now, just like to kind of transform this series into a bigger point, is like, where are you at with the Phillies right now? Obviously, this season, all seasons, baseball is, unless you're like the Braves who are just good all the time, uh, a Phillies baseball season is a roller coaster ride. It's full of ups and downs. So, where are you at right now? I, obviously, I'm feeling good. I mean, you, you're you're about to finish a three game sweep of the San Francisco Giants. I mean, who were a threat to your wild card seating coming into this series? So, I mean, I'm feeling really good. 
They're scoring a lot more runs. I think they hit like 42, 43, 44 home runs this month alone. So the power stroke that has been missing all goddamn season uh, is finally starting to show up at the right time. And so I'm feeling great. I'm, I'm, I'm content with the lineup construction. Topper's going to be Topper. He's going to leave Schwarber in that number one hole, and you see what he does. He can ignite a spark. So guys like Bryson Stott are starting to turn into their come into their own. Alec Bohm is becoming a superstar-like player as well. It's just it's great to see. Even guys like Johan Rojas, who are playing unbelievably he's well. He's actually contributing. He's like, contributing. That's, that's insane. Skip AAA. I mean, this is what happens with good contending teams. I, I, I was uh, my mic had cut out when you guys were talking about Bryson Stott. And I just wanted to jump in on that. Bryson Stott is like shockingly good. It's 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 insane the 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 at bats he's able to put together. I mean, last year we talked about how he really just put together a fantastic at bat, and that has gotten even better this year. To be honest, like he, I'm pretty sure he leads the MLB in two strike hits, which, which is, is insane. Just, uh, insane. It's a definition of is it's for, it's so nice to finally see one of our prospects pan out for longer than like a month. You you don't like uh you don't like how Scott Kingry's doing in AAA. Like Dominic I Brown, mean, John Mayberry oh Jr. Boy. Like literally, oh like boy. all those guys that were that were supposed to be cornerstones of the future, and then they come up and Cody Ashy was the next chase out. Yeah, yeah, like fucking. Bryson I, Stott is like only maybe I would say maybe a little bit more consistent power hitting away from being like one of the best second basemen in the MLB. I think even if the power sh- see with him, it's a different story than both in my opinion with with Stott it's like he's got such great uh, bat to ball skills oh he, my gives, God, he, give, he gives you that veteran at bat and he reminds me of Luis Arias like Alec Bohm just hit a Alec Bohm just hit a ball to the warning track and uh whoever the center fielder is for the Giants just made a beautiful catch uh, I wonder if that's Conforto out there now he's, he's he's in the corner um no I, I do think though that that Stott can end up being a player similar to Luis Arias which means batting title after oh batting title. Oh my god! Title. It was it was just like the Chaz McCormick Robert the oh, bank catch. Don't even remind me of that. That just dude. gave me fucking fuck Chaz PTSD. McCormick. I hate Chaz McCormick. Philly boy, I don't give a shit. Fuck you. Took away a World Series championship from me. I'll never forgive him. But well, yeah, I'm an just, for that. But yeah, I'm feeling good about the Phils right now, Vince. I mean, it, I, it's hard to not. Not to be like, I'm not trying to draw the negativity out, but if, I'm guessing that the pitching, because for me it is, is like still the one like big negative around this team at the moment well i mean lorenzen goes out and gives you another kind of stinker of a game um he, he just hasn't been right since the no hitter so um yeah i mean pitching is concerning cleats taiwan walker uh is start i don't know what the hell is going on with him but he's starting to throw the ball a lot better um i think zach wheeler is has been coming into his own and it's the old zach wheeler the zach wheeler we're used to we're starting to see aaron nola if he can build off his last start i know it's asking for a lot uh, the home run, the home run issue is just absolutely concerning. With him and Wheeler, I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I mean, like they literally are top six in the league in WHIP. Yeah, I don't know, man. Both of them like have horrible records for their standards. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I mean, it's a down year for Wheeler Nola that, or yeah, Wheeler Nola that double two comp that one two combo. I don't, I don't think we're expecting Wheeler to age this way so quickly. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not as concerned with Wheeler as I am with Nola. To yeah, be honest I, with you. I just really I didn't love uh, Wheeler's last start in the little league game. Basically, where yeah, he's getting bad around. Nationals jump. The Nationals jumped on him for what like five runs, and then I know he settled in, but um, I forget which player on the Nationals it was. But he was basically like, yeah, we're just seeing Zach Wheeler like really well this year. Yeah, that was Lane Thomas. Center Ro- field. Rojas just stole second base. Hey, mm-hmm. see, that's what I'm talking about, Ty. He's you got you got young guys he's like cooking. this, dude. That get on the, that make stuff happen on the base pants, man. 
Yo, I mean, they need to find a way that Rojas and Marsh can play in the outfield like every day. Like that is just it's such well, a they good can do that if Bryce Harper would fucking nut up and play first base. Every and like day. Yeah, I seriously. know that I know that I know that Rojas is having a bit of a tough time at the plate, but like his and this is kind of like I don't think it's a hot take. I think that uh, the high hopes guys also emphasize this point, but like his defense is so good that it almost makes me not even care. Yeah, if he can't I don't. I mean, it's your nine hole hitter, like. You're gonna get more production, but like I don't understand like people's issue within offensively. Up, Rojas takes third on a wild pitch. There you go. So he's the winning run, right? He is the winning. JT's run, up though. to bat though in the two. Oh yeah. boy, JT is up to bat. Does it count as two and two? I mean, he could really help my fantasy team if he hits a nice little walk off. Uh, he he's been brutal. Like I said, not a clutch bone in his body. If I were a betting man, <laughs> the the inning ends here. I believe someone in our group chat said JT Romuto could hit into a double play even if there was no one on the base path. Yep. And uh, yeah, somehow that makes sense. Shout out, Eric. Uh, that was a that was a very clever line for once from you. But uh, yeah, <laughs> listen, uh, that's that's actually a concerning part is JT Romuto because if you remember last season, he carried this team for for a chunk of the time that Harper was out. Absolutely carried them. He had Something a great. Just, mm-hmm. He I was the field like, I want to know what's up with him. Like he is way better than what he's obviously. I'm like stating the obvious. You might be witnessing the beginning of his decline. That would suck. It would. The annoying part though is like you. Can't... Oh my god! He just swung at an absolutely awful pitch outside. So did he strike out? Yeah, he struck out. Yeah, so that would be an 0 for five day for JT Romuto today. Mm-hmm. Three strikeouts. The problem is right now Garrett Stubbs isn't any better. He's he's had a. He's had a little bit of a bad. decline this year. He's, he's been bad. Yeah. I mean, he's been absolutely awful. Like, it's weird because last year, like, he'd come in sometimes and give you a little spark of life off the bench. Like, yeah. I, I understand he's the vibes man. Or something. Like, he's the vibes man, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's just not getting those clutch hits like he did last season. He's yeah. really not. Yeah, he's not. And, I, you know, last season, I think for him, was a flash in the pan. He's never done it before. He'd never had a decent season like he did last year before in his career, and he's been around for a little bit, going back to Houston. So we but got also, lucky last year with him. Also, I think, like... The the worst part with JT especially is like he's he's still so good defensively. Yes, and like it's hard to really get rid of him. Oh yeah, and because and the, and the pitching like, staff trusts him, they love yes, working with him, yes. and that's huge. That's absolutely huge. And, and he's still the probably the best defensive probably, catcher in baseball. Probably. It just sucks to see him kind of like start to peter off like this a little bit offensively. Well, least. we need to start uh, doing some due diligence with um, the next Adley Rutschman or the next JT Romuto because I forget when JT's contract's up, but I'm pretty sure it's two or three more years maybe. I, I, don't, know if you, I don't know if you guys saw the pitch he swung at just now, but like that was – like it was genuinely terrible. And I know this is bad podcasting because we're talking about a live event, but that was genuinely – was Such that a, a was that a 2020, 2020 Castellanos? Vince is not lying. I mean, Shaq yeah, couldn't even hit that pitch. Was <laughs> <laughs> that bad? Jesus Christ! Yeah, dude, it was one of those ones that if they were in Little League, the catcher would have set up in the other batter's box. Dude, yeah, <laughs> he, he's been a disappointment this year, man. Like big, 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 big time. It's annoying. It sucks to see. It really does suck to see because, like, well, I, I, growing up, I was a catcher, obviously, so I've always been like a huge fan of the catchers for the Phillies. So, like, Chooch, oh, love too. Chooch, yeah, uh, fucking Mike Lieberthal, even back in the day, JT, like, seeing like these insane generational catchers, it was just awesome, amazing, and it just sucks to see that for him. No, I, I know. Mean, like, I love him to death. I have uh, Scott Fransky's call off Harper's home run. He 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 is he is a gem, by the way. He is. If you listen to other announcers, like highlights, if you watch like MLB Network, they're and like, shit oh, like that, there's a home run, dude. We have we ha- say what you want We're about blessed. Tom McCarthy. We're blessed with who we have. 
I'm very biased for Tom McCarthy because he's a friend of mine. Okay, I consider him a friend. He was very nice to me. Friend of the pod. Really good guy. So that might cloud my judgment of him as a professional. But I think he does a great job. He does. Like, he says stuff that, like, annoys me sometimes. But number one, he's got a great voice, not an annoying voice. John Crock is the best color commentator in the history of... I know we had this discussion. Yes. But, and Tower thinks that I could do a great... Like, oh, how would you be so good when I criticize Ruben tomorrow? First of all... Ruben tomorrow fucking sucks. I don't <laughs> talk like this. I don't talk like that. And why would you put somebody that talks like this on the radio or TV? I, I don't understand it. No, he's been around for a while. He's a Philly boy, all that. Probably a nice guy, I guess. But I don't know. We are lucky, though, to have the announcers that we have. And other markets don't have good announcers. And that's, no, a, yeah, that's mean, a very big deal for me. Well, yeah, for you. I'm yeah. a big announcer guy. I know. Dude, I've, I have awful announcing uh, notifications on, on Twitter. <laughs> I wouldn't say I obsess You probably have way too many people's notifications on for Twitter. I have my brother's, which is kind of weird. <laughs> um, I have Cam Rosenthal. I have Shams. I have Woj. And Jeff Passan. And awful announcing. And awful announcing. And... And I used to have Josh Innes when he was beefing with Mike <laughs> Missinelli because that shit was fucking hilarious. You probably have more than that, though. Uh, I could double check for you real quick. You probably got a p- couple porn accounts. Do you remember that on. story? <laughs> Do you remember that story when Missinelli and Josh Innes were beefing because they were on the same time slot? And apparently no. they had an altercation at an Eagles like Eagles practice no, one time. I, I don't really pay attention. Did you to hear about that, or... dude? It was fucking crazy. <laughs> like apparently they one of them threatened to beat each other up. Dude, it was fucking crazy. Who, who do you got in that fight? Um, Mikey Miss is a small guy. Josh is huge. <laughs> Josh is not only huge, but he's tall and huge. So, so who do you got? I don't. I don't know. You just. You don't want. You're staying impartial. Mikey Miss. You? No offense. Mikey Miss did have a history of like getting his ass kicked. <laughs> like it's like on the record that like he can't fight. He starts fights. That's why he lost his job at WIP because he like punched a producer or some shit. But I don't think he has good like. I don't think he has, like, a good reputation with, like, street... Like, he doesn't have street cred. I mean, would you say you're a good fighter? We're about to find out, and this is a great, great segue, (laughs) because Vince and I... Ty, I don't know if you know about this, but Vince and I are starting a charity boxing match, okay? (laughs) Between he and I, and we don't have a venue, we don't have a date, but it's happening. We have nothing. Oh, shit. It's happening, Ty. We have nothing but an idea. And I think we're going to use... I think Taylor Kardatis is going to be involved in some capacity because this is an event that he would never miss. Like, an opportunity to see me get my ass kicked by Vince, that's something that Taylor, quite frankly, has been preying on for years. And I don't think it's going to come to fruition, meaning me losing. I really think I have a chance to kick your ass, Vince. Well, I'm glad that you feel that way. It makes for a more entertaining, um, you know, build-up, so... We just got to figure out how we're going to make this happen. Well, I want to I want to ask the from the nosebleeds audience um, for suggestions for a charity that we could donate this money to. Now, I said on Twitter today that I think I'm the charity. I think I should get the money, especially I, if I, I win. I have to, what I the have fuck? To say, Seamus, I'm serious Seamus, because Seamus, I I, have I could use the money and maybe donate some of that to a charity, Seamus, but not all you, of it go to charity. It's just really an idea. You really didn't think it out well when you were talking about how we were going to give the money to charity, and then in the middle of that, of your video on Twitter, you go, or I'll just have the money. I thought that was a funny bit, though, to be <laughs> fair. That's breaking down the seventh wall or whatever they call um, it. There's a lot of charities, man. It's really not hard to find one. Yeah, but we got to find a we got to find a good one. Music sure works. Can, no, I think music works would be good. Give it to St. Jude Hospital. Okay. No, they're frauds. Or give it to, like... They're frauds. Um, give it to Bell and the Birdman. We could do that. It's a decent charity that ties involved with too, and you know we help Vince and John. You know, help them out. 
I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. There We're, are a lot of charities that we can find in. From the nosebleeds is kind of a charity. I mean that, okay. that we can Shemis, help our own cause. Seamus, we're giving this money to people who need it. You're not getting it, all right? That's all right. the end of it. All right, that's fine. Uh, all joking aside, I am a very charitable person. You can look at my taxes. I know you I sound really, like you don't have any. Taxes. I know I sound like Donald <laughs> Trump. He says, "Look at my taxes. They're all definitely totally normal." But I mine actually are. So go look. I do donate to people. I donate to many people, especially at the grocery store when they donate say, "Would you like to people. save a child today?" When I'm just trying to buy bananas, I always say yes. Take my twenty-five cents. <laughs> Take it all. But Vince, are you gonna like do any like special training for this fight? Uh, you know, I, I have boxing gloves. I hit the bag at the gym sometimes, so I'll just uh get into doing that like every day. Now I do ready. not have boxing gloves or, or a you bag. Might, you might want to invest and uh, start training a little bit. Okay, all right. Um, I did talk to uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Jake uh, from Talking Two One Five. What is it? Biasoto. I talked to Jake Biasoto. He said that he would help train me. And also, he would be in my corner for this fight. So you're either going to have Ty in your corner or Taylor, or both. I, yeah, I mean, I'll take, I'll gladly take either. I'm sure Taylor would want to be extra up close to see you, your downfall. So. <laughs> also, I'm not going to be wearing a shirt, so he would like to see that too. I'm sure. <laughs> no, I, don't, I think that's um, the last thing. I think he'll request that you keep your shirt on. Right. <laughs> anyway, listen, we'll talk about this when we have more uh, details. We're 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 in the early stages. But it's definitely here. happening. That's why I wanted to bring it up today. It's definitely happening. Keep following us on Twitter at NosebleedsPHL. Follow me at St. Seamus. Shameless plug like OG Wade. Um, and Vince, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, at Vince underscore low one. All right. So that sounds good. And we're going to keep everybody uh, afoot, abreast with this coming uh, situation. I'm kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie. Because I don't want to get beat up by Vince. I, I just don't. It would be bad for my name. I, it would be bad for my name, wouldn't it? Vince, I, that would destroy my reputation. I mean, like you said, you're going to open up as a massive underdog, Seamus, so it's like a good Rocky story. You know? What would you have the line at? Where was the line at? What would I put it at? Yeah. I would favor myself by 1,000. Okay, so you're favored by 1,000. Okay. Minus 1,000. Minus 1,000. I'd be what? Plus Because, you know, there, there is a chance that, like, maybe I, like, trip and fall and break my leg and, you know, I lose. Yeah, but are you, like, a fair and square, like, loser? Like, if you lose, will you say, hey, listen, I lost? Hey, if I lose, I lose. Or are you going to say, they, or are you going to pull like a like a what the former president did and say, no, that's that's all fake. I actually won. You're not going to do yeah, that, I'm, right? I'm going to say that actually, what you saw was uh, doctored footage. You're not going to storm the Capitol, are you? Well, that if, has. If you lose, to... if you lose, you're not going to storm the Capitol. I just want to know. I'm not going to make any promises. All right. All right. So Capitol could get stormed by Vince if he loses. He just <laughs> said it on the record. So jot that down, ladies and gentlemen. Also, you guys realize we have to do this and not not in like a real boxing match, but it's going to be like whoever knocks who out first. Just keep going until somebody gets knocked out. Right. I'm going to pull a Sugar Shane O'Malley or uh, not, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Craig, Craig Kimbrell has allowed a two run single. Uh, the bases were loaded with no outs. Well, we're cooked. Now we're, there, is we're a man, cooked. there is a man at first and third now, and the Giants have taken a 7-5 to five lead. Uh, that doesn't sound too good. However, uh, actually, that doesn't sound good at all, so there's no however. Uh, I don't know who the Phillies have coming up in the, what would it be, top, top of the 10th or bottom of the 10th? Yeah, bottom, bottom of the 10th. Tenth. Let me see what they got coming up here. This is a really bad show today because, you know, we're distracted by the fightings. Yeah, um, I mean, they're in the middle of fucking pretty... douchebags. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, dude, I'll take two out of three. Like I said, from uh, from San Francisco, no, I, want, I want I want the sweep. I want to step on their nuts. 
You want to step on Gabe Kapler's nuts? Oiled up nuts, yes. His coconut oiled up nuts? Yeah. I don't know. My, my foot might slip off, so I got to wear cleats. That's true. So the Phillies are going to have Marsh, uh, Sosa, Marsh, Sosa, and Schwerber coming up. You detailed his nuts a little too much right there. Yeah, dude. That's <laughs> a little, little too yeah. much for my comfort. Yeah, dude. Ty, it's, it's Ty's leaving oil. the studio right now. He, he, has, he has walked out. If, if, you, if you want to blame anybody, blame Howard Askin. He asked the question. Now, Gabe, what's up with that blog? Dude, did you see oh, Howard tweeted a picture of his daughter accidentally like a couple weeks ago? Oh, my God. That, that was, was so fucking funny. Somebody's got to train this guy how to get Elliot Shore Parks over there to teach him how to use a fucking phone. Or somebody needs to teach him. Francisco Rojas can teach Uncle Howard how to use a goddamn phone. It's it's out of control. Because I saw the tweet of this young girl. I was like, what the hell is he doing? It was fucking Paul DeJong again. Oh, no. The guy that can't hit is hitting against the Phillies? That's fucking wild. Vince, did you see oh. that when, when Eskin tweeted out the picture of his daughter randomly? Yeah, I was very confused. Dude, I was I just so happened to be listening to a show on that Saturday morning, and he goes, man, I'm getting killed. He goes, I tweeted, oh. it. You, you guys are sick. What did you guys think that was? Well, dude, you have, you gave zero explanation, just posted a picture of a random girl. How the hell are we supposed I, to know that your daughter? Dude, I love how you said I just so happened to be listening to a show on Saturday. Like, that's not what every single person listening would expect you to be doing. I mean, dude, listen, I haven't always listened to, listened to Howard's uh, Saturday morning show. Sometimes it's too early. I just, yeah, I just, that's well within, like, what I would think you'd be up to on any given hour of the day. What's wrong with that? Dude, Howard is a legend in no, this No, nothing, city. nothing's wrong with that. I just thought it was funny the, the way you framed it. All right. Well, I do sometimes listen to uh, um, Howard Eskin's show. Since we're almost at the end here, I did want to, you know, answer a question that I'm sure most of the From the Nosebleeds community had, and that is, yes, I did get WrestleMania tickets, guys. Yeah, and we, we did break the news to Jake Piazzotta or whatever the hell his yeah, name is. Yeah, he wasn't very happy. He wasn't happy. You. Because he was saying that he can get you four tickets, whatever that means. He, he you could literally get RKO'd. Yeah, he's listen. He, if he he can, I'm still gonna talk to him. He can still feel free. Oh no, to he get said it's. Tickets. He said you're done. Yeah, he said no oh, retreat, okay. no surrender. Well, either way, I'm gonna be there, so I'm excited. <laughs> I'm very excited for you, Vince. And an event that I was excited for uh, got canceled. <laughs> so I was looking forward two events. In fact, uh, yeah, two. I was looking forward to the Bruce Springsteen and the East Street Band concert. At Citizens Bank Park, literally probably f- since March. Okay, I've been looking forward to the show for a while. I took off this month. I have to go back to work starting on Monday. So it's like this was the one thing I was looking forward to big time this summer was seeing Bruce twice. I had great tickets to both shows. It was going to be like what a way to end the summer. I'm getting ready to go down to the ballpark to go see Bruce, and I get a notification on my phone that says Bruce Springsteen has been stricken ill. And has canceled both concerts at Citizens Bank Park. Literally about to leave the goddamn house to go see this guy, dude. It was the, it was the worst feel. Now my mom died. It was the, it was way worse than that. Oh like I'm not God. even, I, I'm not even capping the feeling that I had. It was way worse than than when that happened. And Jameis, not this is not another <laughs> event that got canceled. But in a way, I mean, uh, Pat will be down the shore this weekend, and I will be in Boston, leaving you to fend for yourself at FanFest. I know it's gonna, dude. I'm gonna be a mess. Nobody's gonna control me. I'm, I'm gonna be slobbering all over Anthony Gargano, hammered, excited to see him. It's just gonna be, a, you're gonna be like a, a dog. You're gonna be like humping his leg. No, I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do? A really bad imitation of him while I'm hammered, and he's gonna get scared and run away. And, and you're gonna be listening to Ray Schremer while you do. I'm so. gonna be listening to Ray Schremer, whatever the hell yeah. that, whatever. And Fallout Boy is also gonna be performing there. <laughs> Are they actually? Yes. You didn't know that, Benny? No, I didn't know Fall Out Boy was going to do yes, that. Yes, Fall Out Boy is performing a That's why fest. I was so surprised Pat Doyle is denying the tickets. Well, to be fair, Beer Olympics is superior to Fall Out Boy, I guess. 
Not usually for him, it's the opposite. That's true. That's true. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I am very much looking forward to FanFest, even though it's going to be without you, Vince, because you're, you're shipping up to Boston. You're going to Fenway, right? Yes, I'm going to the Red Sox versus Dodgers game on Saturday. That's pretty very cool. Exci- very excited to see Fenway. It's been like my number one like on my wish list of uh, other stadiums I want to go to. You know, that and Wrigley are both up there. So For sure. Phillies just had a double play. Uh, crazy outfield. In the inning? Oh, thank God. Uh, well, it's 8-5 eight, it's eight to five now. Uh, that's good. But yeah, FanFest is going to be electric. It's going to be electric. I'm going to say hi to John Kincaid, my buddy. Gonna say hi to Gargano. Oh, yo, what's up, man? What's up going on, baby? It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. I, Vince, how do you pronounce that guy's name again? Ray Schmurder? With I never heard of him. Uh, see, Seamus on the train to the Phillies yesterday was getting confused between Ray Schremmerd and Bobby Schmurda. I thought they were the same. Two very different. In fact, one of them is a group of people. Um, <laughs> I did not so, know that. Uh, yeah, the, the the Ray Schremmerd is a is a pair of brothers. Oh. And it's uh, sl- it's drummer's ear backwards or something. Yeah, Slim Jimmy and uh, Sway Lee. You know Sway Lee. I know right? Sway Lee. Yeah, from yeah. that Post Malone song. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. So him and his brother. Oh man, I, are you serious? Now I'm excited for that. <laughs> I I like the guy's music. All right, that's cool. I just didn't know the name. I never like I didn't. I don't know how to pronounce that name. I really don't. Ray Schmer- Like, how do you say that? I I think we've gone over it enough. Say it one this more is- time. Ray Schwimmerd. Ray Schwimmerd. Schmurmered. Schmurmered? All right. This is not exactly riveting talk. <laughs> I mean, dude, I just don't understand it. I think it's made up. I don't know. I mean, it, it I literally know. is. All, all words two are words made spelled up. backwards. <laughs> but all this to say, yeah, it's not been the, the summer I was expecting. I was expecting to go see Bruce twice. I was expecting to go to Fan Fest with my boys like we did last year. And now all of that has been taken away from me. <laughs> because Bruce Springsteen had to get stricken ill. Happy to He's see definitely re- dead. Happy to see he recovered that. Now he posted on his Instagram today. Uh, you don't know if it was him. No, I don't, but it said the show in Boston's going to be on tomorrow. And by the way, Vince, you're going to be, gonna be in Boston while Bruce is there because I think he's doing the other show the day you're goddamn going to Fenway. Damn, that's that great. Even I, make sense. I was not aware of that. Oh, no, he's going to be in Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah, Foxborough. He's playing oh, okay. at the... Um, well, uh, that's much further from Boston. At the Patriots. Is that where the Patriots play? Yeah. Gillette Stadium. Yeah, Gillette Stadium. Very good, Vince. Uh, maybe uh, what's his name is <laughs> going to be there. Robert Kraft's corpse might be at the show. Well, I doubt it though, because I doubt it though, because he, he's a strict Republican and Bruce is not. But uh, Vince, any last thoughts? Um, no. Uh, the, the weather t- today and yesterday has been like Frightful. super, like like chill, and I'm just hyped for football season. I say it every episode, but we're close. Every episode we're closer. So I'll keep saying it until we're there, but I am so excited for football season. That includes college football, which is closer than the NFL. And we may, we may, don't hold me to this, but next week we may have Vince Quinn come on and talk about, do a little like Eagles season preview. Um, so Vince Quinn from uh, Bell and the Birdman might hop on and talk some Eagles with us to help get us ready sounds, for uh, for the for the season. So Sounds good. It's always good to get a... And one of the Birdmen on the podcast. Well, listen, when two podcasts, like giant podcasts like that collide, I mean, there's going to be some, 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 um, who this, knows what might happen. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. Never. No, that's know. all I got though. I, I can't have Barcher. I can't have Barchard and Quinn because then it's going to be like, oh, this is just Bell and the Birdman featuring from the nosebleeds. I want it to be from the nosebleeds with a member of the Birdmen. I can't have them take over my podcast. I, I, I just won't have it. But, um, one at a time with them, which which would be good. Maybe we'll have Barchard on the following week to talk about how he's a fraud for being a Cubs fan. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. 
I can't wait to roast him. They were Todd, They were on my ass all year last year for the Phillies when they were struggling in the beginning of the season. And then they won yeah. the fucking World Series. Every, every time we would come in, Ty, every time Don't we would come in. Don't they still owe you like a fucking playoff ticket? I think they owe me a lot of money. Like I'm pretty sure. No, I'm pretty sure they said if they made the playoffs, they would buy you a playoff ticket. And they did. And God damn it, they didn't do it. But I you did. know what I will take? <laughs> yes, you did. You know what I will take, though, instead? If they want to fly me out to L.A. for free, I'll go to L.A. <laughs> Bell and the Bourbon's going to SoFi. I would love to go there. Well, to, to top this off, I just want to give the shout out to two people. Jason Kelsey for being an old man that will still beat the fuck out of anybody. Damn right. And Jordan Maylotta for picking up grown-ass men like they're fucking like toys like and the, like throwing tips. Throwing them like they're cute across a field. Yep, because man, those guys, those are the people I want protecting my quarterback, and that's and, exactly what we have. And I would give a big shout out to Rashad Penny. It was nice having you. Uh, you're getting cut, bud. <laughs> I think he's getting cut. I had boots on the ground at training. He's camp. on my fantasy team, so I really hope not. I think yeah, he's he getting might cut. Be there, Mariota man. needs to get cut too. Oh, yeah, dude, facts. we were at that preseason game he for for uh, O'Leary's birthday. He was horrendous. We I, did leave at halftime. Honestly, I'm we very drunk. Listen, I know I know not everyone is the biggest Joe Julio fan. He is a friend of the show. He came on the he's show. A fucking nerd. He came on the show and he was Before very me, I don't care. Very <laughs> gracious with his time and Yeah, really he came on to underdog sports. Doesn't matter. He still came on our podcast. It was very nice to us and gracious with his time. So Fuck Joe, thank you. Uh, no. Um Joe Julio is a great guy. But Asshole. He did come out and say, Go get Nick Foles. I kind of agree. I mean Nick Foles is pretty much the same thing. He's gonna be no he's not. He's and gonna he's, be in he town. Can't run. The reason we got Mariota is because he can run like go, similar to Hertz. Go get Nick Foles. I say get Carson. Ooh, all right. I'll go get. I did listen. Listen, Carson. I wouldn't even. I can't do welcome, it. I wouldn't want to welcome that energy. No, I can't do I, it. I feel like that would just go bad. I feel like if he came here, if the Eagles decided to bring him back, we don't know that. He looks fine. He, he looks look. fine. He listen, looks fine. Listen, can we just call it what it is? If Jalen Hurts gets injured, the season's cooked anyway. I know, oh, but that's what we thought would happen when Carton. No, listen. No, that was a fucking flash that in was, the pan. That was a flash in the pan. If Jalen Hurts gets hurt, the season's cooked anyway. There's no reason to go out there and, like, like Nick Foles, like, yeah, I love the guy with all Bring of my back. heart. He gave me the happiest moment of my life. Every but time like, he's look, ever been we, in since then, he's been horrible. He's not good. He's old. He's way older now. He's not good anymore. I know right? I'm like, kind of stealing from two on-air WIP talents today, but I do want to steal another thing from one of those guys. Fritzy did say go get Jonathan Tower. I agree with that, too. I agree go get that. Him. Go, go heard, get JT. Adam Schefter, or just people have been sharing that some of the prices, like, that have been floated around anonymously from like different GMs across the league have been like a second and a third, a two thirds, a second and a fourth. Like for that price, I would give up a second round. Dude, I think they would become like Super Bowl favorites, like including, Um, including like the AFC teams. Considering we're already like pretty much up there. I yeah, adding one of the best running backs in football can only help you. So I wouldn't even watch the season. If you, if we got JT, it wouldn't even be worth it. No point. There's no point. Just tune in in February or whenever, (laughs) whenever it is. Just go out to Vegas for the entire football season. Don't watch any games. I don't Just think my psychosis them. will allow me to not watch the games. Yes. <laughs> and my alcoholism will definitely need me to watch the games. The most fun I've ever had watching the Eagles when they were dominating teams down the stretch in 2017. So That's true. I remember crying. I was sitting with uh, Dom Gillespie at Temple University. I was crying when Carson Wentz went down. Little did I know. That was fucking terrible. Th- they turned into tears of joy years later because fuck that guy. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna wrap up the show. I got nothing today. I'm very hungover. I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. There's a Phillies game going on. There's too many things going on today. But uh, it's good to be back. I'm gonna beat Vince's ass for you. And um, Vince, I love you, buddy. 
Love you too. All right, Pat, you want to say anything to Vince before he leaves? Go Birds. Go Birds. All right, guys, go we'll see birds, you next week. We'll see you next week. OG Wades. Peace. Let's go, baby.